Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scammaler for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, hey, morning gang. See, we're a gang too, like those uh, 28 or 29-year-old women. Yeah. <laughs> they're a gang. Something happened today that threw me. I was hoping you could help me figure it out. I went into an immediate care center for a finger laceration. Before going in, I put on my N95 mask. When I walked in, the lady at the front asked me to remove my mask and handed me one of their generic thin hospital ones to put on. This surprised me since I'm pretty sure my N95 was way more effective than the thin hospital one she gave me. I'm wondering, is this standard procedure that hospitals and immediate care centers ask you to remove your mask and put on a new one? And what's the reason behind something like that? Just wondering, <laughs> Molly. Like, like that. <laughs> uh, anybody know? Any uh, hospital workers? Is that standard operating procedure? SOP? 312-233-1019. Take off your filthy, gross N95 mask you've been heaving and breathing in for the past six months and put on this fresh little thin blue thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's standard or... Maybe that's it. Maybe they're afraid you're dragging in more germs with your mask that you've been wearing forever than the fresh one they're giving away. That's right. what I wondered. I went to a physical therapy appointment, and they did the same thing. I had a mask, but they had a whole stack of them at the front change. door, and mm. they gave me a new one. Now, they gave it to you, but did they make you change, or did they go, we have masks here if you'd like them? Well, it's interesting because I didn't ask. They handed it to me, so I made the assumption and that had I had one to on wear it. at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even walk in the building without one. Got it. So I went ahead and put it on, but my thought at the time was, well, couldn't this one be dirty, right. dirty too? Right. So because it was the open, filthy one that's completely discolored <laughs> that I've been heaving and breathing into. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Anybody work in a hospital, an immediate care center, doctors, nurses, anybody? Little help. Somebody at the door. Work the front desk. I don't know. Uh, so Molly says uh, she had a finger laceration. Rushed to the immediate care center. Uh, I was wearing her N95 mask. They're like, get that thing off. You've been wheezing <laughs> in that thing for two months. Yeah. Put on one of these fresh little thin blue masks we've got for you. He's like, is that standard? Uh, hi, Nurse Dana. Hi, Eric. Uh, is that standard? And is this happening all the time? And why is it? Well, it actually is standard because people come in with all sorts of masks and they don't know what the grade of them are. Mm-hmm. So we basically switch all of them to our regular surgical masks, which are extremely effective against COVID-19. So, so you're controlling at- the environment in a safe and healthy manner. Yeah, so even nurses at the start of it were making their own masks trying to get compatible to an N95. Right. And they were like, nope, take them off and put on your little thin surgical mask, but it works. I've been working N95 since the start, and I am healthy as a horse. Wow. Oh, well, that's I, good. So that means I would have to take off, like, my Blackhawk scarf that I'm using, or the shirt that I have <laughs> over my head, or the picture I saw over the weekend of a woman wearing men's underwear over her face. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. So you would make me well, change all of those things. Yeah, well, what you could do is you could put your um, uh, the mask we give you on and then put your underwear over that if you like. Good thinking. <laughs> can't beat the layering system. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Can't hurt. It, it keeps us entertained. There so you go. Go ahead and do it. Well, you deserve a little entertainment for the time you're putting in. No doubt no about doubt. it. Thank We've you, Nurse Dana. There no problem. Have a good day. You too. All right. So, yeah, it's just mm. uh, in the interest of uh, health and uniformity. Mm-hmm. 
trying to make sure that uh, all rules are maintained and followed. Well, they know sense. what they're doing. Yeah. It's July 13th today. Mm-hmm. A summer unlike any other. A summer that Whip and Melissa and Violetta think is the greatest ever. I <laughs> like it. They're like, I hope we have a <laughs> pandemic every year. <laughs> it's been different. You want me to push them off the 27th floor, all three of them? <laughs> You know, everything that we had planned, street festival, summer of rock, <laughs> all the cool stuff we had, all the activities, Cubs games, let's cancel everything. Yeah, let's sit around them. in our backyards and look at each other. <laughs> oh, my all God. All right. If that's what excites you. Uh, top three things still to accomplish this summer. Uh, tie at number three, Linda. I still have to attend my daughter's high school graduation ceremony. Uh, you know what? I saw a bunch of uh, social media posts, some high school graduation ceremonies taking place this past weekend. Hmm. Okay. People standing alone on stages, that kind of thing. Not to be confused with the tie at number three, Greg. Well, I got a gazebo that I have to put together. It's still sitting in the garage in the box. Brand new gazebo's mm. got to go up. See all the exciting summer I'm stuff to get to? I'm telling you, he sounds excited. Add number two, Bill. Summer of 2020, the greatest ever. You still have to get what accomplished? <laughs> I still got to weed my garden. Exciting, yeah, right. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> weed the garden. <laughs> that and is finally, in at number one, Woody, the highlight, the remaining thing to get done for the summer of 2020 is... Gotta chop down a dead pine tree. There you are. <laughs> a pine tree? Chop down a dead pine tree. Okay. I, yep. Hey, Eric, I, I bought a uh, chainsaw about two years ago. It's still sitting in the garage. Well, what a great summer for it. <laughs> this is the one. This I is mean, the in one. past summers, you'd have yeah. cool things to do. But this summer, yes, not so much. It's the summer chainsaws. Yeah. Now you can get her done. All right, there you go. Chop down the dead pine tree. The main goal for the summer of 2020. If I had told him that back in January, you know what you're going to look forward to? Chopping down a dead pine tree. (laughs) With the Empire Strikes Back being the number one movie. What planet are you on? What a great year. (laughs) Below the line, 49. We made the announcement. Our first ever party. Following the rules is put forth by the governor for phase four. No gatherings of 50 people or more. Mm. That's your cutoff. So, all right, fine. We'll have 49. Cool. Mixed summer event happening 5.30 to 7.30, Harry Carey's Tavern, Navy Pier, July 21st. It's invite only. All right, so be listening for your chance to win. You, you like the idea, huh? Anybody listening who with an idea for entertainment? You like the idea, Gwen? Yes, I do. Of? Uh, bingo. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody else and is We could be playing that. bingo while other stuff's going on. Well, that's true. You can always play bingo. Right. Bingo while drinking? Yeah. When's the last time you played bingo, Gwen? Uh, it's been a while. All right. Yeah, see? So there you go. Right. Mm, it's fun uh, to try something different. Bob, you believe uh, good entertainment would be what? Uh, I think you should get Ronnie Woo Woo. Ronnie Woo Woo. <laughs> he may just show oh. up anyway. <laughs> that is the latest of Ronnie Woo Woo. I haven't seen him in a while. He's not yeah, around well, the park, you know, probably. No baseball. Yeah. He may, he may oh. be just shouting outside Wrigley Field with nobody in it. Remember Ron, that he got new teeth? Ronnie Woo Woo. I nice. do remember that. Hi, Brad. Hi. Uh, you suggest? Uh, pictures with Mayor Lightfoot. Mayor Lightfoot. Oh, That'd my be a, God. You know what? Uh, if only we could get a call back. No. Mm. Still no call from the mayor's office. She doesn't like us. Maybe the she'll governor. come to the party. Well, maybe we can fight the governor. Yeah. That, that'd be a good idea. That's something. Yeah, sure. You know, definitely. That could be an idea. 312-233-1019. Donna, entertainment ideas for our Below the Line 49 party. How about some magic, like a magician? Nah, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Yes. 
We're going to have a magician while playing bingo. Right. <laughs> Ronnie Wu calling off the numbers. <laughs> you might not be able to understand him. B, woo, 42, woo. <laughs> Chris, woo, Bryant, woo. That's great. Kim, your idea. Uh, since it's below the line, you should do a limbo competition. Good thinking. That's what I was thinking. Hey, brainstorming. Maybe that's how you enter. We have a limbo that's bar set up. That's how you enter. Below the line. <laughs> that's how you line up to get your next drink. What is 49 inches off the ground? How tall is that? Uh, man. Perfect. Below the line, 49. Yeah. yeah. Enter. More than two feet. Uh, hi, oh, Beth. Hi. Well, we missed so many holidays. We missed, Four feet. you know, St. Patty's Day, Easter, Memorial Day. So you have an Easter buddy. You have a leprechaun. You have all a the missed holidays case. are attended <laughs> by <laughs> those by those holidays that represented the, the holidays. Yeah. Easter wow. bunny comes walking in oh with a mask gosh. on. Little leprechaun. I kind of like that. It's great. Sorry we missed you. Welcome to the party. All right, writing all these down. We're coming up with ideas. It's an evolving process. Our first ever party with below the line forty nine. What do they smell like? Three one two, two three three one zero one nine. Are you are you folks saying that your romantic partner has no smell whatsoever, an unidentifiable smell? Violetta's uh, been with like nine guys that smell like popcorn. <laughs> no, no, it's a joke. Back in the movie theater, uh, the scent of your romantic partner can improve your sleep efficiency and aid in your bonding to one another. Hmm. Uh, your romantic partner, oh, Kathy, Kathy, smells like what? He smells like a baby. Like a baby? Uh, I think it's because of his deodorant. It's, uh, it's, he always uses the same deodorant. Dove. I wonder what that would be. Dove. Like a baby. Oh, oh, really? Like, like maybe baby yeah. powder? You know, powder no, fresh. Like dove, yeah. Dove yeah, baby has that powder? scent, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you enjoy that like scent? Yeah, it's, it's fresh. I don't like cologne. I don't uh-huh. like anything yeah. like that. So I'd rather you smell like a baby than like a used car salesman. Sure. Oh, sure. Is that what he does? Yeah. Or? Yeah. You know, that whole used car salesman <laughs> smell. I mean, you cannot go into what? a used car place without just breathing it in. Oh a lot of cologne. God. Yeah, we all know what that's like, right? 312-233-1019. Where is this one going? Uh, Tony, your romantic partner smells like what? Uh, she smells like a sweet beef sandwich with sweet peppers, baby. Oh, Tony. <laughs> I want to be all that? over that. I want to be all over that. Who doesn't oh, love that? Oh, my you smell God. Like, you smell like a sweet beef sandwich. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Strip clubs are now offering a more teasing experience, says the headline, with social distancing and face masks. Oh, yeah. Oh, girls sexy. Yeah. How sexy is this got to be right here? Oh, my gosh. In fact, gentlemen's clubs uh, were allowed to reopen June 26th as a part of phase four. Uh, when the Admiral Theater, mm. right here in Chicago, they reopens normally... Friday, mm-hmm. the strip club will do so with a teeny bit of false advertising. Strictly speaking, the women won't be totally nude. Nude. <laughs> Nude. They'll have a flimsy piece of material draped across their faces. Uh, <laughs> make it a little, to make it a little sexier. Who's looking you know? at their face anyway? I love this story. you got to go down a couple paragraphs for my there. favorite part, though. Yeah, yeah. It's great already. Sam Sokola, the venue's owner for the last 31 years, isn't overly concerned. The mask only covers her face, and many of the guests might not be looking at her face, <laughs> said Sokola. He's right. Yeah. Sam knows what he's talking about. He's been in the business for 31 years. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He goes on to say, a visit to the strip club always been something of a, you know, personal experience, even more so now with the coronavirus restrictions and the phase four reopening. Everyone must remain six feet apart at all times. What? Oh. That's a rule, social distancing. Yeah, watch but don't touch. That means private dances, as Sokola calls them, will be a lot less private. 
In the next couple of days, we've got the girls coming in. We're going to do a dry run with some of the employees acting as customers to see how we can entertain people and still stay stay safe. So, like, Joe, the bartender, is like, Joe, go sit down. Amber's going to dance for you. Let's see how this works. (laughs) So Joe sits down, and they determine whether or not the dance is actually going to work. But if you're not getting an actual lap dance, should you get a discount? Uh, Sicola was asked. Sicola's response, a discount? Absolutely not. We're having a hard enough time persuading entertainers to come back to work wearing these masks and face shields and things like that. Oh, my gosh. A discount? What, What, are you kidding me? I can't even get them to come back to work with this stuff. (laughs) I'm not giving you a discount. Never happened. Whip won't do it. He should. Hmm. Three-fourths of people, 72%, basically. Few people. People feel happier after making blank decisions. A decision described as this. Hmm. What would that be? Uh, Lori. Just planning a vacation? Okay, no, that's not it. Mm. But so you know what that would be? That would be one of these decisions. It would be to plan a vacation. Okay, okay, okay. You follow me? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think so. Jeff. Food, what to eat. Again, same thing. One of these decisions, you've you've thought it through to the next level. One of these decisions could be Mm -hmm. described as what to eat. Exactly. Mm. Tell them what it is, Nick. Is it a spontaneous? Exactly ah. right. So you could have a spontaneous decision to plan a vacation. You could have a spontaneous decision to determine what to eat. 72% of people feel happier after making a spontaneous, in-the-moment decision. Three out of four. Are you that kind of person, Nick? And no. The no. funny thing about it yeah. is that, actually, I'm headed to Lake Geneva today, and the wife said, are you going to pack your bag last night? And I said, nope, because once I zip that bag, I'm going to have anxiety. Ah. What is in that bag? And you're so. only going an hour and 20 oh, minutes no. away. <laughs> yeah. It's a very stressful experience yeah. going to Lake Geneva. <laughs> I need some time to process this. The average American makes 6,709 spontaneous decisions every year. Wh- what? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a Say lot. Say that number again. 6,709. Uh, I guess, yeah, if you consider the little ones. All of them. Yeah. Those who considered themselves a spontaneous person were 40% more likely to consider themselves a happy person as well. Not only that, but they were also 38% more likely to feel content and satisfied with their life. Oh, yeah. So spontaneity is the key to happiness and satisfaction, according to this, at least. Yeah. Like, you know, like like Nick isn't the kind of guy who just wakes up and goes, let's go like Geneva today. Just feel, I just feel it. Let's do this. Right. right. You see the anxiety he felt? Yeah. Totally. But if he didn't, if he just was more along those lines, he'd be happier and more satisfied. Sorry, Nick, not to say the yarn. Yeah. Like whip. You're miserable. This isn't your style. <laughs> no, no, not usually. Yeah, I feel like I have to do something around here or something, you know, unless I You don't just make, like, you don't just uh, wake, you're not the kind of guy that just wakes up one day and goes, you know what I want? I want a camper. No, you go you know, and buy a camper. I, the extent of it might be, you know what? I want tacos. I will do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camper, no. Just right. on the food See? level, huh? So are all your spontaneous decisions based uh, on size? As long as it's a small, not very impactful kind of decision, then you'll do it? A large order of tacos, sometimes I will do. Uh-huh. Would, so you wouldn't get up and just leave and go on like a two or three hour trip? Or even book it. Like just wake up and go, you know what? 
We're booking a trip to Hawaii today. Uh, yeah, you uh, too many things to figure out. See, there you go. Oh, wow. It's fun to make a rash decision because then you can just blame it on why well, I didn't have time to think about it. Rash sounds bad. Oh, does like, yeah. like it? Like it, like it, like it wasn't I like, a, it. like your spontaneous decision yeah. wasn't a good one. You ne- normally hear people go, "That was rash that yeah. I did." That. No, no, no. But no. This camper that I have in my driveway for the past year that was a rash spontaneous decision. Yeah. No, they're when you're good. spontaneous, you don't have time to think about the negatives. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Can you think of your last spontaneous decision? And by that, I mean large spontaneous. Where you just woke up one day and decided to do this. Or over your lunch hour at work. When your lunch hour started, you hadn't had this plan, but by the end of it, you did. Right. I love this You went to lunch and everything was fine. At the end of lunch, you're a brand new car owner. Oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't didn't plan that. The, The moment just happened. Right. Like your man flies you to Vegas. Like your man flies you to <laughs> Vegas. Why is everything so personal to you? That uh, sounds like what? something very personal. It's not, though. I swear. It Why? just sounded good at the moment. <laughs> I don't think that would be your decision. That would be mostly his. But Notice Melissa doesn't say, I flew him to Vegas <laughs> or I flew myself. <laughs> Melissa's no. example was somebody pays for me to do something. Well, yeah. Come on. 72% of people feel happier after a spontaneous decision. They describe themselves as a spontaneous person and happy and feel content and satisfied with their life. Mm. Which would explain why, uh, well, why Whip is struggling. Yes, I am like, struggling. I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> like you wake up in the morning and it's a process to decide whether or not you're even going to go to your parents' pool. No, well, like maybe you got to weigh the pros and That's cons, true. Uh, yep. the timing of it, That's if it'll work, rain. traffic <laughs> issues. Well, a chance of rain of these, is very important. All of these different influences <laughs> rather than just true. waking up going, let's go. Yeah. That's, uh, those are all facts. Your spontaneous decision along the lines. Keith, you're answering Melissa's prayers. Oh, you're talking to me? Are yeah. You? <laughs> I believe I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm just listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, I met her uh, June 21st, 2003. Melissa, you met her? No, no. My, my girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, see, I set you up, Keith. I, I, I set you up there. We went, yeah. Hey, yeah, nice to meet you, Melissa. Nice. We we went. We I, I took her to Cabo <laughs> San Lucas. <gasps> really? Cabo? Now you're talking. It's not a spontaneous decision. You took your girlfriend to Cabo. Because see what happened, uh, yeah. Keith. Was a second ago. Melissa said, and we've been together. Oh, okay, since. all right. <laughs> Keith oh, wants man. to tell his story. Wow. You know, because Melissa had yeah, said, "Wouldn't it be great if your boyfriend just up and took you somewhere?" Yeah, yeah exactly. And then lo and behold, Keith calls and does that exact thing. Keith That'd is now awesome. re- regretting his spontaneous decision right. to call a radio show. That's right. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm regretting trying to set him up for the moment. That's on me. Okay. That's on me. You live in the. Re- you live ready in for him to tie it all together, and I'm a big dummy that, yeah, well. that believed that would work. Uh, Jasmine. Hi. So it was actually my husband and. We were supposed to go to Paris in March, uh-huh. but everything got canceled. So right. I think my husband was feeling bad, and um, it was totally spontaneous. So he was looking at tickets to go to Texas, San Antonio. So we went. They're very cheap one right day. now to go to San Antonio. Texas, Arizona, Florida. You can get there for a dime. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah, that's hard. We went. Yeah. We went for uh, one night, and I went to back, back to work the next morning. Look at that. Wow. Your to spontaneous Aww. San Antonio trip. I love it. And then right back to 14 days of quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not exactly. Welcome to the strangest times ever. Uh, hi there, Annie. Your spontaneous decision. 
Yeah, so the first day of quarantine, I went out and adopted a cat. Oh, boy. Whoa! See, now, here's the difference. That spontaneous decision stays with you for about 14 years. Oh, As opposed to Jasmine's that stayed with her for one day. How's it been going? Oh, my gosh. Best decision I ever made. Aww. See? There you go. You I wonder how friend. many people make that spontaneous decision about three weeks and are like, why did I do that? No, they're happy. <laughs> I have 14 years with this now. It's happy, happy. It's going to be crazy. Time to turn up the weekend wrap-up. Who broke up? Let's talk about our good friend, former SNL star Bill Hader. Bill Hader splits with Rachel Bilson. Oh. I had forgotten they were even dating. Bill Hader, 42, and the OC alumnus Rachel Bilson, she's 38, have amicably split multiple sources, say to People Magazine. She's so cute. They began their relationship in January, so it's not like they've been together forever. Mm-hmm. Does that even count? They kind of look like brother and sister. If you've only been together since January, is that a relationship? I, well, I think it is. Six months. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, is that a, that's just, it's a thing. What do you? When does it move from dating to a relationship? Oh, well, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. See? Mm-hmm. Feels like six months. Is that... Uh, They are in a full relationship, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Blake Shelton is going to headline a drive-in concert inspired by the success of Garth Brooks' recent Mm drive-in show. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, No, mm -hmm. I mean, I read that, and I mean, I'm glad people are starting to do that. These artists are doing that because now we're getting concerts, just not the way we were planning to. Although, as Whip reported uh, right before we left for vacation, this kind of stuff is happening, but people are making the mistake of thinking the artist is actually going to be there. Right. Somehow if you're in uh, yeah, if you're in Cedar Rapids no, see, and you're going to a drive-in. I thought he was yeah. going to be there. Well, well no, the these point? are they show him on the big screen. Right. You go well, sit in your car. Why can't you go there? Mm-hmm. Why can't he just perform and they're in their car? Well, I think that he performs but then they project it. Isn't that how it works? Well, yeah, I mean there okay. are some of them where they're showing them across the country right. like the Garth Brooks one who was in 350 cities or something. Oh. And so people in the middle of nowhere are like, well, you mean Garth isn't here? Right. No, he's not there. Right. That's how he I was He is somewhere, <laughs> and he is performing. Right. Just yeah. not for you and your spot. Right. But on screen, you can enjoy it anyway. Will Smith curses out 50 Cent in uh, IG DMs about Jada Pinkett Smith's fling with August Alsina. Have you been following that My, story? This has been huge. everywhere. This is yeah. huge. This story. Yeah. So uh, I guess after... After the story broke that she had this affair, and then she said, well, actually, uh, Will and I had talked about it, and he knew and was fine, and then all of that's August Alcina says, well, then I had a, a conversation with Will, and he gave permission, which is weird. They have this open relationship, some people are saying, and they're saying not, so it's very uh, confusing. Yeah. yeah. So then they sat down and read Table Talk, which yes. is her Facebook watch series, and uh, talked it out, they being Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Yeah, he mm-hmm. interviewed her, kind right. of clarifying all the situation. So then 50 Cent sent uh, Will Smith. <laughs> I'm going to read exactly verbatim what they sent each other. Okay. okay. Uh, 50 Cent sent Will Smith, Yo, Will, you all right over there after this air. <laughs> okay. Jada Pinkett Smith. To which Will responded, Yes, I'm cool. I appreciate your concern, my brother. To which 50 Cent said, But why she tell you that S on a show for everybody to see? To which Will Smith responded, we, co- we broke up, so she did her and I did me. <laughs> to which 50 Cent responded, she said only she can give permission for somebody to blow her back out. Oh, my God! <laughs> to which what? Will Smith res- responded, F you 50. Oh. To which 50 Cent responded, 
damn, it's like that. What I do? Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh, pity. I, don't know, I just like oh, the conversation. Like what I do? Blow her back out. <laughs> yeah. Well, she described it as a, as an entanglement, which was really wow. weird too. Blow her back out. Uh, Property Brothers plans to return to production. Details: uh, Coronavirus precautions. I know Melissa loves Property Brothers, so I thought I I'd throw do. that out. I New ones of those are coming. New book is coming from Mariah Carey. Oh God. Uh, she's revealed her memoir title and cover, which is. The meaning of Mariah Carey. Nobody cares. Oh Nobody cares. God, the ego of Mariah Carey. No uh, Aaron Rodgers says he's not sure if there'll be an NFL season this year. Yeah, it feels, uh, I don't know, everything feels kind of iffy, doesn't it? Uh, Cameron Diaz has announced a new wine collection. Yeah. You know, she hasn't acted in like 10 years. Yeah, it's kind of like she fell off the face. No, right. yeah, she wanted to stop, and then she just had a baby not right. that long ago oh, by right. surrogate. Okay. So now she's got a new wine collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Violetta, a few moments ago, was telling us what's hot on the talk. I didn't hear a word she said, <laughs> uh, which leads to a viral TikTok that shows how younger generations gesture being on the phone compared to an older generation. So if you say you're on the phone, like you do a gesture, what do you think the older generation does as their gesture like I'm on the phone? What do you think it is? Uh, like describe it to me. Like the three fingers right. bent in and the pinky and the thumb. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the older gesture is showing a pinky and a thumb extended like I'm on the phone. Yeah. When a younger generation, the father of two in the TikTok video, proceeds to ask his two young kids how they would demonstrate talking on the phone, what do you think they do? Uh, like point to their mouth? I'm nope. talking. <laughs> flat palm next to the face. Ah. This is the flat um, palm right really? next to the face. Oh, you know, like a face. flat iPhone yeah. right next I to the face. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You have to watch that one on TikTok. Yeah, I need to see that. I was off uh, last week, played a little golf. Should have played with this guy. You might have heard about him last week. John Pianowski from Woodstock. He's 100 years old and refuses to quit golfing. Oh. Good for him, right? Here's what I like. Pianowski's other hobbies include drinking martinis, trading stocks on his smartphone, and driving. Driving. Oh, my. I want to be his best friend. This guy's perfect. Uh, He's awesome. He does everything I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) Plays golf, drinks martinis, trades stocks on his cell phone. Oh guy's God. living the dream. Not all He's at one time, I hope. That's fantastic. That is perfect. I uh, share this next story because of a news story I saw last night. Montana runner reports minor injuries after colliding with a bear. Mm. Colliding? Colliding. Like the bear and, ran in front of the car? No, they actually ran into each other. A Kalispell, Montana woman in her 30s had to seek medical help for minor injuries Saturday after she collided with a bear while running on a trail in Glacier National Park. What the? Uh, The staff said Saturday afternoon the woman was a trail runner and on the Huckleberry Lookout Trail. Mm. I'll be your Huckleberry. Name the movie. Huckleberry Finn? Nope. Oh. I'll be your Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Oh, 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 the Box of Chocolates movie. Nope. Nope. Uh... Nope. Val Kilmer. I'll be your Huckleberry. Tombstone it is. Never heard of it. All right. The surprise encounter was reported about 9 a.m. and occurred about four miles down the trail. The woman was running with two other people and was the lead runner when she and the bear collided head-on and tumbled together off the trail. Oh, I wonder if it was a baby bear. I don't know. The woman and her two friends reportedly walked back down the trail and met rangers. The reason I bring that up is because I saw a news story last night about a guy who was house-sitting in Aspen. Yeah, oh, lucky guy. And a bear got in the house. He was asleep, and he's like, I heard something in the kitchen, and I went down there, and there's a bear. 
What? And so the bear like swatted him with the paw <gasps> and attacked him a little bit, but he's okay. fine. And then he got out. So they're interviewing him. And the odd part was it looked like they were interviewing him <laughs> immediately after the bear attack. Really? Why I know they that? weren't, but it looked was that he way. he sweaty? No, because his, he had sunglasses on, but they were on crooked. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Like, get out of here. Like crooked on his head like oh. he'd just been smacked. Oh, yeah. stop like, it. Can somebody fix his sunglasses? Oh, before you? It looks like the bear attack happened eight seconds ago. Right, he's all disheveled. <laughs> Oh and God. finally, on the weekend wrap-up, a North Carolina son was shocked to find a stranger's body in his mom's casket. Yeah. <gasps> wow. How in the wow. world? Yep, York Memorial Park is where the family thought they'd laid at least Mac- uh, or Macanus to rest. Days after her July 2nd funeral, they found out their burial was for a complete stranger in an awful body mix-up. People in the funeral business are saying they've never heard of anything like it. She doesn't deserve this. Nobody deserves this. So somehow they'd switched the bodies between two caskets, and the Mackinac family buried the wrong person. Eric in the Morning Podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. You think you've been the victim of an energy scam? Please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives.